0: This is Ask an American to Vote, encouraging everybody around the world that can vote in U.S. elections to get involved. I'm David Schellenberg, with me again, Rachel Oyster. Hello.
1: Hi, David. Hi, across an expanse of distance.
0: Yes, we're, uh, we're social distancing and physical distancing at all at the same time.
1: We don't even have our video cameras on.
0: <laughs> well, that's because we know what each other looks like.
1: That's true. I can picture you perfectly.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, we are the chair and vice chair for Democrats abroad in Canada's capital region. And the topic today, the results of the global presidential primary.
1: You still haven't learned to pronounce it. What? <laughs> it's just, it's hard to say. Global presidential primary.
0: Global presidential primary. Well, <laughs> I'm at home, so maybe I've had a drink. <laughs>
1: uh, well, I'm not asking. <laughs>
0: and uh, so, Rachel, who won?
1: Well, are we talking about who won? The The candidate with the most votes was Bernie Sanders.
0: There you go. Uh, same as last time.
1: Same as last time. And yes, uh, in other words, he also won the Democrats abroad global presidential primary in 2016.
0: Yes. And it's interesting to look at the support of Sanders because he won the overall Democrats abroad. He also won Canada quite handily. So he got 2,600 votes. Next in line was Biden with 1,200 votes. So when you look at that and you realize that Bernie Sanders got 55 percent of Canada, it's an impressive number. Biden, 25 percent. Warren after that was 14 percent.
1: Right. I'm actually, this is the fun of sitting at our screens instead of uh, in the studio together. I'm looking at the, make sure this is 2020, I'm looking at not 2016. I'm looking at the uh, numbers that DA globally released, Mm -hmm. uh, which show that Sanders got 57.87% of the total globally from Democrats abroad and Joe Biden clocked in at 22.66%. Um, and we should say Elizabeth Warren, even though she dropped out in the second day of our seven-day primary, uh, brought in 14.33% of the vote.
0: Well, and that was part of the interesting thing, just the voting period for our primary, right? Like, mm-hmm. So uh, we voted starting on Super Tuesday, uh, so March 3rd through to March 10th.
1: Correct. The
0: day before we started voting, Klobuchar dropped out. The day before that, Buttigieg dropped out.
1: That's right. And And then um, Tom
0: Steyer dropped out the day before Buttigieg.
1: Exactly. So we began voting on March 3. You and I held a voting center that day, which actually had an interesting aspect we'll get back to. But the second day of the global primary, March 4, Bloomberg dropped out and Warren dropped out on the the third day, March 5. So there's no way of knowing whether she would have had a larger share of the DA GPP vote if she had stayed in through March 10, the end of our primary. But... um, yeah i mean it's just who knows who knows what effects these things have um well, however yeah go well, ahead
0: all, i think it's also fascinating to look at who throws support uh, because with buddhich and are both dropping out and then they well supported biden right
1: true true yeah. true yeah that's
0: right so you wonder if their people dropping out uh affected the overall results or not because all of the presidential candidates did get votes like in the, in the case of Canada, Pete Buttigieg got 78 votes. Bloomberg got 89 votes. So That's far behind weird, Biden,
1: weird.
0: Sanders, and Warren, but still some significant support.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm actually counting because we had only 10 of the candidates qualified for our ballot. And you're right. Every single one of them got something. Tom mm-hmm. Steyer, the fewest at 19 votes. <laughs>
0: right. right. Overall. Yeah, he,
1: got, he did get some support.
0: So, what were you going to say was interesting about our voting location?
1: Oh, <laughs> just that Canada and worldwide, the results were one, two, Sanders Biden. Right. But on our one little snapshot day when you and I ran a voting center in Canada's capital region, the results were one, two, three, Sanders Warren Biden. So, I don't know if she came in. And if she ranked higher in other people's little local elections, but uh, I, I was interested. I mean, that isn't the entire Canada's capital region vote. No. Because that was just the people who came to vote with us in person. But I know when you, when you called our votes in to our country chair, he said to you, oh, that's a little different from the others. That we're getting <laughs> Yes. And I like, no, Ottawa.
0: <laughs> it's, it's amazing how that sort of happens. And, and you're right, because that was also only one voting location.
1: On one day of a seven-day primary. And, right, and, 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 and our voting message.
0: location was in downtown Ottawa, and our region is a pretty vast region. So okay. I, I could see how what, that, what those numbers might reflect is the voters in downtown Ottawa and not even really across the chapter.
1: That's right. The true wonks probably want to take our numbers and line them up with the who they vote for in Canada. Conservative, yes. Liberal, NDP and go, "Oh, and Green." <laughs> these these people match these people. Who knows.
0: Yep. Uh, but I think overall the story was votes are way up.
1: Oh my goodness. Yes. It's wonderful to see so in Canada, uh, um, between 2016 and 2020, we have an increase overall of 64.5%, which is 64%. Huge. That's huge, yeah. And maybe, I mean, we're, we're also talking about a primary as dedicated and engaged as our voters are. Not everybody votes in the primary, although they should. So if we can continue this kind of increase into the general election, that's going to be huge.
0: Yes. And uh, that rise in in members of showing up to vote was not just Canada, right? Like a whole bunch of countries had that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, no, it seems to be pretty well across the board. Let me me look at another (laughs) tab in our little document here. Yeah, so um, our uh, committee chair... Compared the five biggest chapters in Democrats abroad and Mm -hmm. Canada's was up 64.5. The UK's turnout was up 2020 over 2016, 105 percent, 0.3. Germany's 104.8. France 72.9. So we were all up. Oh, Mexico 19.8. All of us saw an increase in our votes, which is amazing but actually
0: done in the uk and getting everybody motivated and and activated and out to vote and make a difference
1: germany too it's it's fantastic the other really interesting thing and he in 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 our board meeting the other night with um with our country chair steve nardi he was pointing out some of these fascinating features that he found puzzling until he saw it was true in all the different countries Mm -hmm. that people who had joined during the primary 71% Right. 71% increase in voting. But those who have been belonged to Democrats Abroad for a long time, um, oh sorry, 71% participation. Right. Yeah. But those who belong for a long time, the participation rate is lower. So one of the challenges now is to make sure that every member we have, no matter how long they've belonged to Democrats Abroad, votes in the general.
0: Well, I think when you think of participation rates too, it can also mean that like all the candidates were good and these people are members of Democrats abroad because ultimately they want to vote for the actual presidential election. And and that's when they really get active.
1: Right. Right. There is also an effect from those who've opted out of email who may not realize that they're, they're missing news on things like the presidential primary and tax webinars and whatever else. Um,
0: One of the cool things about Canada is how well each individual state is represented in this country
1: it's incredible every single state in the union except this year mississippi there wasn't there was <laughs> there's a count for twenty sixteen but not for twenty twenty but every single other state and Puerto Rico um, mm-hmm. has somebody who belongs to d a who voted in the g p p which is amazing
0: well to think about how us as one organization can touch all these states. It's, it's very unique.
1: Yeah, that's our DNC rep has said that, that we are the only so-called state committee that touches every other state in the union, which is right. amazing.
0: So, um, yeah, big jumps in participation for Democrats abroad Canada from Vermont and... Tennessee and America or Puerto Rico up 300%. I know.
1: Oh yeah. I'm glad you said Canada because these numbers, this breakdown by States that we just got some sort of rough figures on that was specifically Canada, not globally. Right. But I imagine this is reasonably representative.
0: Oh yeah. I would I have to think so. Cause on one hand it sort of shows the, the size of the States, but also it just sort of shows how Americans are, are traveling around the world.
1: That's right, and living around the world, yeah. But you're right, many of these are over 100%. Alabama, Arizona, Connecticut, uh, in their increase from 2016. Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, just a ton of them.
0: And a big turnout from people of all ages.
1: Yeah, actually, the, um, those figures are really interesting. The estimates look, l- make it look like our voters, Democrats abroad globally, mm-hmm. skewed toward the younger side. About half of all the votes were cast by people under 40, which is really, well, may not be unrelated to the fact that Sanders took Did our Did well, pride. yep. Did well, uh, but um, there's also some lovely, we have a few people over 90, more than a few. They, they actually register as a percentage, the, our voters over 90. Which, <laughs> that's not, I mean, I think that's great.
0: Well, uh, and I think that also speaks a little bit to the variety of ways that you are allowed to vote. The fact that we gave people the option to come to voting centers as well as do some online voting. These are the things, it's a, it's a long argument, right? But online voting does help the younger people and the older people to actually get involved in, in the democratic process.
1: That's true. And in fact, it wasn't, well, the, the online option was email, but you were also um, able to send your ballot in by fax and you could also snail mail it. So actually I'm kind of fascinated by the fact that that took two thirds, two thirds of our ballots came in remotely by email fax or snail mail.
0: Right.
1: It's only 36% or it's a large, I think, 36% who voted in person, which is, I don't know what that says, but it's, maybe related to the fact that many of us combined our voting centers with a super Tuesday returns watch as we did here in Canada's capital region. Um, Yeah.
0: And I think it's also very much a global phenomenon uh, because like us sitting here in Canada, everybody sort of blends into the country, but Mm -hmm. in, in so many of the countries where we do get a lot of support, these Democrats abroad meetings are definitely opportunity to get together with, With your friends.
1: community, that's right. We're yeah. in Canada. We kind of our communities blend. Our, our American communities are virtually indistinguishable from our Canadian communities. It's true.
0: So I think, uh, well, on one hand, uh, you know, when we do an event here and we get fifty or sixty or seventy people showing up, in in so many parts of the world, they get they get hundreds of people showing up I because know. it's a wonderful opportunity.
1: <laughs> it is. I'm also looking at the overall figures again. Um, we global turnout for the for the DA primary was up by fifteen percent, right? Um, spanning one hundred and eighty countries, uh, in contrast to the one hundred and seventy who voted in twenty sixteen or were. Wow! For.
0: So not only up in terms of overall vote, but just more countries involved. More too.
1: countries involved, and Canada, for those of those who are specifically interested, was the had the third highest number of ballots cast, behind the UK and Germany.
0: Yep. Well, we're going to have to work on becoming number one for
1: 2024. <laughs> we should say the UK outnumbers us in their population by a little bit. Yes. <laughs> so they have, and looking but again, still, that's we, no
0: excuse. <laughs>
1: that's true. The other interesting thing about the age breakdown, which we were talking about a little while ago, is it's fairly evenly distributed across the te- each, each nine years. So under 20, well, the smallest, of course, is the 90 and over. Right. And the most numerous ballots were cast by those between age, uh, wow, between age 20 and 29. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, With, and it's even amazing that 3.5% of our vote came from people under 20.
1: I know, I know. Under 20, which only, when you come to voting, counts two years' worth of people. Yeah,
0: yeah it's phenomenal.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, that's incredible. When you get to the people over 40... The highest turnout was, again, the youngest group, 40 to
0: 49.
1: Yeah. Yeah, fascinating.
0: So now going ahead, it's time to look at the big convention coming up in Milwaukee, which in the state of the world, it's hard to know, but you figure it's going to happen in some way. So Democrats abroad sending Bernie Sanders back again. Nine delegates were giving him the convention, and Joe Biden's getting four delegates because he he still did get almost 23% of the votes.
1: Yeah, so that's 13, our 13 delegates. We then have another, as I understand it, another eight superdelegates, each of whom has a half a vote. Right. Or our full delegation is 17 votes represented by 21 people. Uh, And in fact, people should be aware that any member of Democrats Abroad can apply to be a delegate. The application just, or the link to the application just went out, our global chair, Julia Bryan, just shared that by email. Um, earlier this week, I think, or last, late last week. Um, so, did yeah. You, did,
0: you, did you read the – I went and read the application. And it's, <laughs> it's one of those classic kind of fill-in-the-blanks things, and it gets to that one point where you have to say in – I can't remember if it's 50 words or 100 <laughs> words or 150 words, but why you should be a delegate.
1: So why should you be a delegate, David? Childs?
0: I don't know. I, that's what stumped me when I was reading the form. I was like, well, I'll fill this out. And then you get to the one sort of essay part. That is the one thing that nobody wants to answer, and and you always have to think about yourself. Like, do I give myself a whole bunch of flowery qualities, or
1: you have flowery qualities?
0: Do I? Well, this is what I don't know. Or do I give my entire political history? Or do I just say, "Well, I host Ask an American to Vote podcast with Rachel, so that's right. is, Aren't we like super delegates?
1: <laughs> of course we are.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> true."
1: I was just going to suggest I'll write yours and you write mine.
0: <laughs> oh, that's one way to get us all there. Yeah. <laughs> what could go wrong?
1: Yeah. Oh, the convention is happening. We don't know whether it will happen in person or virtually.
0: Yeah, we, but it's, it's going to happen because the, uh, the election in November will absolutely be happening. And so we've got to get everything lined up before that happens.
1: Exactly. But the election of DA's delegates happens at our global meeting, which was to have been in Toronto in May. And very disappointingly, we, are, we cannot meet in person. So that will be fully online. There's always an online component, but um, now it's going to be completely 100% online. That's when each region elects the delegates they're going to send to the convention. And all of you people... Everyone who's listening and everyone who cast a ballot in the GPP had better not only vote in the general, but make sure all your friends and relatives in the country, in the U.S. and outside the U.S. vote.
0: And I can't really add anything to that. So let's stop right there. (laughs) (laughs) That was uh, Rachel Oigster. I'm David Schellenberg, the chair and vice chair for Democrats Abroad in Canada's capital region. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you,
1: David. Always fun.
0: Be sure to listen for our next podcast of Ask an American to Vote.